0: sex talk with Erica Miley cuz sexuality is tough and okay, gay isn't good enough no sex talk with Erica Miley Hey folks, welcome to Sex Talk with Erica Miley. Erica Miley here. Glad to be with you all this week. A little sleepy this week. I think I've said that before on other episodes. <laughs> like This is my uh, place where I need to practice the better self-care that I preach to my clients and all my people. I need more sleep (laughs) and I need to quit adding so many things to my calendar, but you know, always improving. (laughs) (laughs) So this week I really wanted to talk about some of the things that I, not only do I hear this from clients, I actually had a pretty specific request for an episode about this because one of my subspecialties is working with people with body image issues and eating disorders. And one of the things I hear a lot is that their ideas around body image, their perceptions of their weight, their perceptions of how they see themselves in the mirror. So there could be some like body dysmorphia happening And how that interferes with sex, not only just from their perspective or the negative thoughts that they have about themselves, and I'm going to put myself squarely in this camp, this is something that I have dealt with myself, that it has absolutely impeded uh, sexual desire, killed the moment, killed trying to get to that wonderful orgasm moment And having thoughts that absolutely – or having somebody say something absolutely awful that completely derails everything. So I've talked about this before in previous episodes. Specifically, I've talked about this in the episode about negative beliefs in sex that the negative voices we've developed in our heads are often from somewhere in our history, right? Those voices, we have taken the voices of our life from caregivers, family, friends, past partners, and we have developed them as part of our our own narrative, negative and positive. But a lot of times the negative ones are the ones that tend to stick because those negative biases that we have inside of our mind – We look for that evidence outside of ourselves to confirm those beliefs. Now, that being said, sometimes those voices actually came from the outside, like not only were were actually said to us by a partner or by a potential partner or whatever the case may be. And I think we even see more of this like body shaming and things like that on the internet. Those negative things that have been said to us can happen when we're feeling the most vulnerable like in the middle of sex, or like when you're dating somebody or learning to get to know somebody, someone's thinking that they're giving you a compliment and it being that kind of backhanded compliment, which like uh, an example someone gave me was, oh, I'm surprised you can do that. I wouldn't think that you could do that with your body. In basically what they're saying is like, you're you're a weight that I wouldn't think that you should be able to accomplish that thing. No matter what the weight is, like that kind of backhanded compliment are the things that kind of like stick in your head and you go, "Mm, what do I do with that? And then it runs and runs and runs and it turns into your own voice. And you attach those negative That negative belief you already had about yourself, you attach to those things someone else has said and go, okay, yeah, look, that's evidence for that thing that I believe about myself. So examples of these thoughts might be, I'll crush my partner. I'm too big for that. Maybe even focusing on a specific flaw or something that you see as a flaw. So like in quotation marks, flaw during sex. So you're in the middle of sex and you are no longer in the moment with your partner. You're no longer experiencing your own pleasure. All you see is a fat roll or all you see is your thighs or all you hear is how the skin slaps together when people are having wonderful vigorous sex (laughs) And you take yourself out of the connection and pleasure. And you start to, that negative, those negative beliefs start to really impede you being able to experience orgasm or take it even a step further, you believe you don't deserve it. So you allow yourself to leave the moment. You you take yourself out of that connection because that is that vulnerable place where you've experienced that pain before. So I wanted to talk about this because I think it's even even more important, especially in the diet culture that we live in today, to identify that these thoughts and the things, these backhanded compliments people give each other, they're they're unhelpful and they're not allowing people to be and experience the most pleasure they possibly can. So I want you to try this technique. This is a technique I often teach my clients and this one works. It, you know, it sounds like, Oh, that, how do I practice this thing? We'll get there. I promise. So this is called a cognitive diffusion technique. That is a jargony way for basically for you to be able to disconnect from that thought and not allow that thought to attach itself to your identity. Thoughts, this brain that we have, as I've said before in other episodes, is a machine. It's made to think. It's going to keep thinking until the day you're dead. You have thousands of thoughts every single day. This technique allows you to distance yourself from these thoughts and allow them to pass. So there's a couple of these. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. My clients do the best when they make this technique their own. But I'll give you a couple examples. An example is called the river. And basically, you actually picture your thoughts as a river crossing in front of you without judgment, without attaching to you, without you going fishing for those negative thoughts, just allowing your thoughts to flow past you. As those thoughts, negative, positive, whatever the thoughts come, you put them on something to float by like a leaf or a stick or something that floats by right in front of you with no judgment the, the the thoughts just keep moving past you another example would be this is one i use myself i actually i actually picture this I picture myself, and this is going to sound funny, I actually picture myself like a duck and I allow things to actually roll off my back. I actually picture like something I'm saying to myself or I picture maybe I've had some a frustration with someone or I can't seem to process something. So I actually picture that thing rolling off my back and falling to the floor. It's kind of funny to think about, right? It's kind of absurd. If it's a little absurd, this is what I mean by if you can make this something like this your own, it's super effective. I've had folks in the past who have developed little techniques like this. They will, in their head, they'll sing that negative thought. Because if you're singing it, you can't really, you have to kind of let it pass. Or another way is to like picture that voice like Donald Duck is saying, I can't do the Donald Duck voice and I'm not even going to try. I know I've said this on the podcast before. Using this skill, cognitive diffusion techniques, they work, I promise you. The thing is that our brain requires a certain level of practice and we need to do this again and again so that these examples that I gave earlier, the I'll crush my partner, I'm too big for that, and focusing on that flaw is using techniques like this will allow the thought to pass so that you can come back to the present moment. Another concrete way. So say you are in the middle of having sex. You are trying to engage and be connected to your partner. And one of these thoughts comes. One of the things you can try is actually connecting with your body one piece at a time. This is a mindfulness technique called a body scan. So you can actually do this while you're having sex. You can check in with your toes. Okay, how do my toes feel? Okay, that's how my toes feel. How do my feet feel? How do my ankles feel? And just move up your body because your body is always in the present moment. You can use it as an anchor to allow those negative thoughts to pass and Give yourself the opportunity to, okay, I'm back in the present moment. I can connect with my partner. I can experience pleasure and I can experience the pleasure they're experiencing as well. So I want you to try to give that a shot. Give it a shot, give it a try. And for real, shoot me an email, hit me up on socials. Let me know if it's working for you. Try this. This is a concrete skill. This is something that I work with on my, with my clients. I do this skill myself all the time. Like I said, if you can come up with ways to make it, even these examples, a little absurd, make yourself laugh a little bit so that you can come right back to what's happening in front of you. Cause that's, what's important is giving yourself the opportunity to experience pleasure The other thing is, oftentimes the issues that come with body image and the perceptions of our weight or the how we talk to ourselves when we look in the mirror aren't necessarily well treated by positive affirmations. Sometimes that's what some people want. They want to jump to like, oh, if I only give myself positive affirmations, then I can get past this. That's the funny thing about shame and these kind of cruel negative thoughts that we have about ourselves they don't necessarily respond all that well to positive affirmations. So we have to be a bit more sneaky. We have to be a a little bit more creative. So trying these cognitive diffusion techniques can be that way. You can be creative. Another way is accepting what is happening right now in the moment. So, Say one of these thoughts come up, not necessarily during sex, but when you're looking in the mirror and all you can see is negative, negative, negative. All you can see is whatever flaw you're imagining is there. All you can see is this big person or this too small person, whatever the the body image issue is. I want you to say to yourself, I'm okay right now in this moment, just as I am. It's not, I'm awesome, or things are great, or I'm whatever. It's meeting yourself where you are right then in that moment and allowing for compassion. So any version of this, you can say, I'm okay. This is what it is. Just acknowledging this moment I'm okay. I know that is not an easy thing to do when I'm asking. <laughs> this is incredibly difficult. But I want you to give it a try. Because again, something our brain needs is practice working on these things. The practice that we do with our thoughts, it will be it will be start to become more and more of a habit. And you will have a more more and more of an ability to allow negative thoughts to pass, just like other thoughts, like the grocery store thoughts. <laughs> it does take practice, but I can tell you when you start to grab on to some of these tools, maybe not just that I'm offering you, but maybe you do go into therapy and you, you talk with your therapist and they offer you some more tools. The more and more you use these tools and you try them and you find the ones that work for you, the more likely they will work for you. Often there are many, many times in life, and I am guilty of this myself, that we want something to work and we want something to work now. And sometimes people will take that as, oh, it's because you know we want things instantaneously. I actually think it's less about that. I think it's more about that these thoughts are uncomfortable. These feelings don't feel good physically. (laughs) So we want to avoid them. We want them to go away. We don't want to deal with them. The thing is, I have in the last week been talking to clients about this. We are meant for all of our feelings. Even the bad ones. And the ones that don't feel good, we're meant for all of them. And the more that we numb them, the more that we distance ourselves from them, the more that we're not honoring our humanness, the more that we try to push away and hide and avoid, the harder it gets for us. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times a client has said to me, "Ugh, I hate this and I hate that you're right. I'm not saying that because I'm always right. <laughs> what I'm what I'm saying is, is that I think when they say they hate this, it's because it's so uncomfortable. It just doesn't feel good to work on this stuff. It doesn't feel good to look in the mirror and really acknowledge, you know what? I'm okay. Just as I am right now in this moment. Or... If someone were to say to you something negative and then you take that negative thing they said and make it part of your own identity, challenging in that thought and using the evidence around you to really challenge those negative core beliefs because we will often, like I said, use those beliefs and look for evidence to confirm them What I want you to try to do is look for the evidence that doesn't, because there's tons of it. There's tons of evidence around you to the contrary of that belief. Oftentimes, we will seek to ignore it or avoid it because it doesn't confirm that negative belief. I know that I've said these things on the podcast before, but it bears repeating because many, 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 many people in this world, myself included, beat themselves up all day long every day. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not this right size. I'm too big for that. I'm too small for that. I'm I don't have this education. I if I only just do this, then I will finally be able to do da 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 da. da and it goes on and on and on and on. The thing is, those thoughts don't just go away they continue. Again, your mind is made to think. It is neither your ally nor your enemy. It is our job to distance ourselves from those thoughts and understand that, one, we're made for feelings and that those feelings kind of dictate those thoughts. And allowing yourself the compassion in the moment to realize That how you talk to yourself about you and your body and those perceived or even distorted flaws, you see, flaws in quotation marks, that compassion that you can give yourself, can give yourself enough space from it to be able to connect to others, to be able to have the sex you're supposed to be having. That you get to experience the pleasure of your body and be in the moment and connect. So... Before I continue to be a broken record. <laughs> the big takeaways from today. When those negative voices come, use that skill. However that skill needs to look. Whether it's the river, like I described. Whether it's you, like me, picturing you're a duck. Roll it in that those negative things rolling off your back. However you develop that skill, figure it out. If you start using it, it starts working or not working. Shoot me an email. I want to know about it. Erica at ericamiley.com. You can also find me on Instagram at ericamileytherapy. There is an Instagram. I've got a new Instagram account that I haven't been using all that often is sex talk with Erica Miley. And then there's also a Facebook page, sex talk with Erica Miley. Find me on any of the socials at any of those places. I'd be happy to have you and submit your ideas for podcast topics. This topic, like I said in the beginning is directly from a request. Somebody said, Hey, Hey, I would love for you to talk more about this. So i love to hear your ideas and I like to incorporate them because this content that I create is for you. And I feel like it's a wonderful opportunity for me to provide value to you for free. So check out my website, ericamiley.com. And thank you guys for listening to the end. Please jump on iTunes, rate five stars. If you do that, I'll shout you out on the podcast. I'd love to do that. Thank you all. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, folks. Please rate and review on iTunes. It helps this podcast get found. If you leave a five-star review, let me know about it on any social media, and I'll shout you out on the podcast. You can find my website at ericamiley.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See y'all next time.